everyone, and welcome to the Bloomingdale Church Podcast. My name is Max Terman, and Merry Christmas. I am your moderator, and with me this week is Esposo de la Pastora, Dan Marcello. Feliz Navidad. Feliz Navidad. Feliz Navidad. Prospero año y felicidad. I wanna wish you a Merry Christmas. I wanna wish you a Merry Christmas. I wanna wish you a Merry Christmas from the bottom of my heart. Newlywed game coach champion Scott Reed. Now what do we sing? <laughs> and Thanksgiving trivia champion Bill Cal. Yeah. Double double. Merry Christmas, everyone. Uh, Merry Christmas to you. Thank you very much, Dan. Will you pray for us? Sure. Lord, we are so excited to be here. Thank you for this time of year. It fills our hearts and our minds with expectation, with joy. And thank you for the chance to be gathered around this table together today. Pray that you would guide us. Lord, may all that we say and do bring you honor and glory and be of benefit to those who are listening. Pray you'd bless them as well in your name. Amen. 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 It are we is recording Christmas time. Yes, we are cool. recording. Oh, man, don't do that to me. I, I'm better to catch you it now. Your own good. You're absolutely right. After that rousing rendition of I would, I mean, I would, never, I would never forgive myself if we hadn't recorded. It. <laughs> uh, it is Christmas time. I have a very interesting uh, experience almost every year where I don't get into the Christmas spirit until like the week of Christmas, mm. and I think that comes from when in, in college I could not get into the spirit until I went home, until I was done with finals, and now I can be in the Christmas spirit, and it just stuck with me. So it's very strange. Because I've still got four days before I officially get into the spirit. But did you get into the spirit when we just sang Feliz Navidad? I actually I felt it. Woo! <laughs> All right, it's like the Polar Express. I hear the bells. <laughs> Scott, let's do our last week of Christmas. Would you rather? I know. All right. So before we do the Would You Rather's, these are from. I can't remember what the official Would You Rather's from last week were from. Were they the Bohemian Mama ones? No, Bohemian Mama was the one that made it in. Before that, it was like well, that's mine, what, that's what mine, the ones that made it in. Oh, yes, so this is from, it was Mines in Bloom. Mines in Bloom. Um, Mine Garden was closed. Um, today's Would You Rather's are brought to you by signupgenius.com. Hmm. At the bottom, but it why? says Kayla Rutledge, who I'm assuming is the one who put this list together, but like her name is not anywhere else on this page, so you just get to the bottom and like there it is. <laughs> Kayla Rutledge is a college student who spends most of her time writing, singing for her church, and eating quesadillas. Man, so she's got Kayla, a great life. Kayla, if you're out there, thank you. She's in her eighth year of college. It's <laughs> <laughs> just too many quesadillas, man. Second semester sophomore. She's studying quesadillology. <laughs> second semester um, So this is an interesting list because I, I first have a preliminary question for you. Oh. Hmm. Wait until I'm finished before you applaud, please. Um, <laughs> or before you answer. Would you consider what we're doing right now a family gathering, a company party, an elementary or middle school class party, a volunteer appreciation party, a church youth group. There's so many options. A group of friends, nonprofit. <laughs> so many questions. A church small group, sports team, or any and everyone. Dan? Bill? Church small group of friends. <laughs> it has the feel of my church youth group when I was growing up. We're like a youth group. All I right. agree. And a small group. Church small youth group of friends. All right. We're going to try the church church and temple small groups and see how it goes. All right. Um, Bill, would you rather go to a fancy holiday party or a homey one? Homey one. Nice. Sure. Max, would you rather never have snacks at small group or never have cut? 
Never have guns? Never have coffee at small groups. Oh, definitely Sorry. never have coffee. I thought these were all going to be Christmas feasts, but apparently they're just random. Never have guns. <laughs> I'd rather never have guns. Dan, would you rather Give eat a choice. bowl of something icky for a church holiday skit or sing in front of your church at a holiday service? Uh, I just go for the singing in front of people. Really? Yeah. Versus eating eat, something as part of a skit? Icky. Wow. Because it doesn't say how much I have to eat of it. They eat like a it's a rotten bowl. cake. It could be like, could be like a giant bowl of rotten cake. Yeah. I it could be the baptistry are... full of <laughs> just old bananas. True. Um, would I rather spend a discussion only speaking in original rhymes or spend a discussion only speaking in popular song lyrics? Well, that is easy. Song lyrics is so much less work. Yeah, that's true. Uh, Bill, would you rather experience the first Christmas but as a donkey or not get to experience it at all? <laughs> I Man, I'd like to see that so badly. I'll even get in being a donkey. Yeah. Ho- hopefully he understands. <laughs> yeah. uh, Max, would you rather pull an all-nighter without coffee or forget an important holiday event that you were supposed to show up to? I mean, I've recently pulled an all-nighter without coffee to edit the online <laughs> service, so... <laughs> So I, I've already done that. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> Next time we'll bring the coffee. Dan, would you rather only sing holiday music at church year-round, but you don't have to lead it, or lead it and sing normal worship songs? Sing Christmas songs all year round. I don't know if I want to lead worship every week You've of the claimed year. to be the worship director. I have. It's about time you put yeah, your money we where you're all uh, would I rather wear matching ugly holiday sweaters with my small group to my church's big holiday service? Sorry, there was a lot of yours that I had to switch out. For I mine. actually asked. I don't. I asked these ones at on Sunday at our bonfire. Young families there you pick, go. Yeah. Wow. Or wear the same outfit to church for a month, but it can be whatever you want. I kind of do that anyway, to be honest. But it would be fun to wear hol- ugly holiday sweaters with a small group, especially if it was this small group. Yeah, we should. Do so that. Christmas Eve, guys. Yes, ugly sweaters. We'll all wear Christmas matching week. ugly sweaters. Bill, would you rather get a person who's really hard to shop for during Secret Santa or have no one get your name for Secret Santa? Oh, I'd rather get the hard name. That's yeah. No one wants to be left out of Secret <laughs> That's Santa. That's a story of my Sad. life. <laughs> <laughs> what do you get? Max, what? would you rather live in a gingerbread house with your group of friends or never be able to live with any of them? A gingerbread house? There you go. I mean, obviously. Dan, would you rather experience a Christmas in 1700 or 2100? Yeah, that was another question. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I think I'd, I'd prefer 1700. Would I rather spend Christmas with my group of friends or have them each be replaced by their favorite celebrity? <laughs> <laughs> wow. I'm like intrigued by who would be there if it was their favorite Especially celebrity. Especially if it would be a really big surprise if you didn't know ahead of time. Just um, there'd be so many people you'd never heard of there. Yeah. I think I I think I'm gonna go with friends. It's That's, a tough choice. It's tough. <laughs> it's tough. I love that. Um, although this year, I don't know. Maybe celebrities is the better call. Mm. I'd rather give celebrities COVID than my mm. friends. Mm. There you go. There's our last round of there Christmas. Would you rather? There it is. Ooh, nice. Uh, let's get into topic of the week. Topic of the week this week for Christmas is brought to you by. The Gospel of John, chapter 1, verses 1 through 18. In the beginning was the Word, and the Word was with God, and the Word was God. He was with God in the beginning. Through him all things were made. Without him nothing was made that has been made. In him was life, and that life was the light of all mankind. The light shines in the darkness, and the darkness has not overcome it. There was a man sent from God whose name was John. 
He came as a witness to testify concerning that light, so that through him all might believe. He himself was not the light. He came only as a witness to the light. The true light that gives light to everyone was coming into the world. He was in the world, and though the world was made through him, the world did not recognize him. He came to that which was his own, but his own did not receive him. Yet to all who did receive him, to those who believed in his name, he gave the right to become children of God, children born not of natural descent nor of human decision or a husband's will, but born of God. The word became flesh and made his dwelling among us. We have seen his glory, the glory of the one and only Son who came from the Father, full of grace and truth. Amen. For Topic of the Week, this week, we have all heard of the World Series, the Super Bowl, the NBA Finals, the World Cup. Naturally. But none of them can begin to hold a candle to the intensity, the pageantry, the wonder of the greatest competition in the universe. So welcome to the 2020 Bloomingdale Church Intergalactic Christmas Trivia Bowl, where Dan, Scott, and Bill will compete for prizes beyond the meager realms of human imagination in a test so devious, so devilish, and so impossible it could only have been constructed by our resident quiz master beth fleming please uh thank you very much beth thank you beth thank you, thank you beth uh well, please take your cards and your pens before we thank beth <laughs> True. as those who are about to die we salute you <laughs> take uh your cards on a scale of one to ten how hard is this there are right around 1200 questions there are 14 questions uh mm-hmm. some of them are multiple choice some of them are open-ended mm. uh let's begin some are closed-ended Question number one, Micah, the Old Testament prophet that had the most to say about Jesus's birth was from what city? I'm going to, these are, I mean, I'm going to have to mispronounce these, but uh, Maroth, Nazareth, Morasheth, Bethlehem, Maroth, Nazareth, Morasheth, Bethlehem. I'm pretty sure Bill knows this because he was writing it down before the question was over. <laughs> Classic. <laughs> Classic Bill. Classic Bill. Uh, Bill? Morisheth. Scott? I said Morisheth. I'm pretty sure the other places aren't real. <laughs> I also said Morisheth. It is Morisheth. <laughs> wow, nice. All right. Um, now I need a thing. I was so thankful when Bill said Morisheth. Can you give <laughs> me <too? laughs> Can you give me that pen? One down, 13 to go. Question number two. If you guys can ace it as a family, everybody gets jelly beans, obviously. Who prophesied the piercing of Mary's heart with a sword? This one is a free response. We would also accept who prophesied the piercing of Mary's soul with a sword. Dan. Simeon. Scott. Really? (laughs) Bill. I, okay, I wrote Jeremiah. It is Simeon. Wow. Yeah, as soon as you said that, I thought, oh, I had right. no idea. Luke 2.34 says, Then Simeon blessed them and said to Mary, his mother, This child is destined to cause the falling and rising of many in Israel and to be a sign that will be spoken against, so that the thoughts of many hearts will be revealed and a sword will pierce your own soul. Huh. 
Well done. Way to go, Dan. Mr. Dan. Question. Well, there's a long way to go, guys. Question number three. <laughs> he can't be overtaken now. He's too far ahead. <laughs> Question number three. Which of these is not an Old Testament name of Jesus Christ? Emmanuel, the Christ, Jesus, Counselor, Mighty God, or F. All of them are in the OT. Which of them is not an Old Testament name given to Jesus Christ? Emmanuel, the Christ, Jesus, Counselor, Mighty God. I'm going to get you on a technicality. Me too. I am also going to get you on a technicality. Here it comes. Uh, you're not getting me. You're getting Beth. Uh, Scott, what's your technicality? Uh, my technicality is that the Christ is the Greek translation exactly. of the Messiah. Here we yes, go. Exactly. That, that was, that's exactly it would have right. been Messiah. All right. I will submit one formal complaint. <laughs> To Beth. <laughs> Boom! <laughs> Otherwise, they're all in the Old Testament. What about Jesus? Joshua. Joshua. Yeah. I will submit two formal complaints <laughs> to because Jesus is the right answer. There are two accounts of the genealogy of Jesus, one in Matthew and one in Luke. They appear basically the same up until King David. After which common ancestor do they diverge? Melchi. Shealtel. Shealtiel. Shealtiel. Thank you. Zerubbabel. Nation. Dan. Zerubbabel. That's uh, what I said. Scott says Zerubbabel. <laughs> I said Zerubbabel. That's what I put too. Everybody's right. It's Woo! Zerubbabel. Wow. Yes. Yes. They converge. Absolute guess. At Shealtiel and they diverge at Zerubbabel. Congratulations. Dang, I can't believe In the I book of Haggai. In, apparently. Uh, question five. Which of these is among the ancestors of our Savior Jesus Christ? A Gentile, a prostitute, a murderer, a deceiver, or all of the above? Easy. <laughs> easy. The first that one. Was, yeah. The first one that's been easy. <laughs> that was an easy one. <laughs> yes. We got to pace ourselves we're, here. We're, the question is, which one is, is among the ancestors? Is okay, among. I, I put all of the above. Yes. Yep. All of the above. <laughs> that's right. It is all the Can you imagine? It was like, no, it's just a murderer. Thank you. Uh, <laughs> what about Rahab? But that's... Gentiles include Ruth and Ruth. Rahab. Prostitutes include Rahab, Rahab and Tamar. Is mm-hmm. that true? Is Tamar yeah. a prostitute? Yes. Well, she, she posed as one yes. in oh. order to get pregnant. Shrine prostitute. That's right. Murderers, King David, deceiver, Jacob. Um, that was a, a little bit of a bone to us. I that's true. Like. I would also Thank consider David a deceiver. I mean, mm-hmm. I mean true. they're probably all deceivers. You know, that is ultimately the problem, isn't it? <laughs> Question number six, which of the four gospel writers does not mention the birth of Christ? There's a gospel of Thomas, right? There's I was a, just reading about that in uh, Wayne Grudem's Systematic Theology, that it's completely bogus. Well, I don't think we're including the gospel of Thomas no. as an open option. Oh, I need to change my answer. <laughs> <laughs> How at the end of it, it's like, come here, Mary, you got to make you like a, a male because males are the ones that go to heaven. They're like, what? Thomas, What? <laughs> I mean, I'm sure it's not actually Thomas, but... No, probably not. If you'd like to hear more about the Apocrypha, you can listen to our first episode, which is radically different from modern episodes. (laughs) Uh, Bill, which of the four gospel writers does not mention the birth of Christ? Mark. 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 It is Mark. And there's no explanation. It's just his his name. So I don't have any fun. I mean, technically, John doesn't have an account, but what we read in John 1... It sounds pretty... It's not like a... Yes. It's not like Luke and, and Matthew. It's not like Mark, which just starts and he's performing miracles. Mark's like, bam, we're off to the races. Surprise. <laughs> There's a man named Jesus. You'll, you'll catch on later. Kind of surprising. Mark's not like, and Jesus died. <laughs> the, end. the end. Thank you. <laughs> he's quick. Uh, who was the first person outside of Mary and Joseph to recognize that Jesus was the Christ? There are two possible answers. I'll accept for this. 
Is this before he was born or after? Yeah. <laughs> Who? <laughs> I can only ask you this question. Remember when he so said, ways. I'll accept two answers? <laughs> I wrote both answers. <laughs> I, that's fine. I think that's fair. Uh, everybody ready, Bill? What's your answer? <clears throat> Elizabeth. Scott. Is that Elizabeth and John the Baptist? Dan. Elizabeth. It's Elizabeth. Well, so it's John the Baptist or Elizabeth. Well done. Uh, John the Baptist leapt in Elizabeth's womb, so either John the Baptist, or if you want to be lenient, Elizabeth, his mother, in Luke 1, 41, when Elizabeth heard Mary's greeting, the baby leaped in her womb, and Elizabeth was filled with the Holy Spirit in a loud voice. She exclaimed, Blessed are you among women, and blessed is the child you will bear, but why am I so favored that the mother of my Lord should come to me? Next question. Uh, technically, Simeon would be the next. That's Simeon would be, be John, the next John, one after he was born. He, true. Yeah, but that's before John the Baptist. That's before John the Baptist. Well, then I'm not going to have a also, discussion about, the about the whether or not we consider. Oh, the John I wonder that too. The shepherds, but the wise men. Well, if you want to do after he's born, <laughs> wise men are like one of those. If you want to do after he's born, there's a lot of options. But if you want to do time. before true. he's born, Schrodinger's answer is the wise men. I don't. Why is Schrodinger's answer the wise one? Because it's both correct and incorrect at the same time. Because we don't know when they got there. There's a lot of redacted information on that page. There's a lot of information. <laughs> you get it from the Department of Defense? Um, how many angels spoke to the shepherds in the field? This is one of my trivia questions in Kahoot for my group this week. Ah, so you will hopefully get it right. I will. <laughs> or your trivia is wrong. It could be. Guess we'll find out. <laughs> Going to Kahoot and change it. Uh, Scott, are you ready? Yeah. How many angels were... Uh, I'm looking at the answer sheet. How many angels spoke to the shepherds in the field? I said one. Dan. Oh. Also one. Bill. Doesn't sound like he said one. <laughs> no, because I count them all chanting together as speaking to them. Yeah. So I've got a great choir of angels and a multitude of angels for another translation. That's right. Just one. Yeah, I Luke. figured it was one of those trick questions. Yes. Okay. Jesus. <laughs> oh, I almost wrote, read the answer. What, what, what's this? <laughs> yeah. Number 10? Jesus. Get <laughs> it down quick. Is this number 10? This is number, sure. <laughs> uh, I'm not saying the numbers in case I cut any of the questions out. Fair enough. When when did Mary and Joseph officially name their baby Jesus? And you know the answer starts with the word Jesus. <laughs> when did Mary and Joseph officially name the baby Jesus? I will not accept any arguments on this one. I could blow my lead right here. It's still one to zero. <laughs> I'm pretty pretty proud of that. That's incredible. Yeah, you guys have done a great well, job. I guess of... I probably got tricked on this. Okay. Uh, Bill, what'd you say? I, I said when he was born. Scott? I said, I think it's the eighth day after they're born. Mm. They're circumcised, and I think that's when oh. they get their name. Dan? When did that same day when he was dedicated at the temple? The official. Oh. That's what I'm overlooking. Oh, so now oh. it is two for Dan. Wait, what about when Scott Dan and, and I said one angel? Yeah, and I, and I was the only one that missed it. It is now age. three for Dan, two for Scott. I got so distracted by your follow question. Uh, in addition to Mary, the messenger Gabriel is noted in the Bible as appearing to only two other people. Who were they? In addition to Mary, the angel messenger Gabriel is noted. I shouldn't say angel. The messenger Gabriel is noted in the Bible as appearing to only two other people. Who were they? The prophet Muhammad, according to, <laughs> Sorry, you include that. According to I said noted in the Bible. Yes. Thank yes. you. I said noted in the Bible. Don't include that. I don't believe that it was actually Gabriel. That I'm going to cut Muhammad. out the part where you say you don't believe it. It's just 
Because it seems like it was more like Satan that appeared to Muhammad because he was torturing him. So I'm probably I'm sure. cut that out. Wait, I'm sorry. Gabriel is torturing Muhammad at this point? If he, he said write, and he was told Muhammad to write down the things he was telling him, and then when he didn't, it would hurt him. Why would... Dan, what did you put as your answer? <laughs> Zechariah yep. and Daniel. Scott. I said Ezekiel and Daniel. Bill. Zechariah and Daniel. It is Zechariah and Daniel. So nice. Bill comes into a commanding still in third place <laughs> with one point. Dan with four. Scott with two. And we're running out of questions here, boys. Shut I'm really glad I added Daniel because I know. just finished reading Ezekiel and Daniel. And I'm like, I know he was in one of those. One of those two. <laughs> I was more confident about Ezekiel. So I'm glad I put in Daniel. At least I got one of them right. Uh, it, uh Here's a. This is a. This is for fun. This is for no points. Uh, what? <laughs> okay, was, we can lower. There's. The, everybody, this is a relaxed. This is a, a relaxed round. What was Jesus's manger most likely made of? Manger? Are we just shouting out our answers? Sure. I've heard stone. I, I've heard stone as well. Oh, I was have, thinking of the bedding being straw, but no, the manger itself probably is. It's probably a stone. The manger was most likely cut out of stone or possibly built out of clay or mud. The wooden manger was an image that came from artists in Europe where mangers <laughs> were primarily made of wood. Interesting. Enough relaxing. Back into the real question. <laughs> what role did Simeon play in the temple? What role did Simeon play in the temple? Bill. I, I put retired priest. Scott. I said priest, but I Dan, like it. I said Levite. Uh, so he was a layman, according to scripture. Wow. He was a man in Jerusalem called Simeon, who was righteous and devout. Oh, mm. Another question. So I guess I'll give it to none of you. So he could have been a fireman. Joshua son of none he of you. Could have been a fireman. <laughs> if you had given me fireman, I would have given it to you. <laughs> Prove me wrong. If you give me any non-official position, I would have taken it. All He's right. part of the JFD, Jerusalem Fire Department. Who, in, a, in the account of Jesus' childhood... We only got two questions left. So really, we can tie here. So this is really okay. it. Okay, really? man, this, yeah. is down, this is white Dan, knuckle. you're either going to win or tie. Who, in the account of Jesus' childhood, is identified as being from one of the ten lost tribes of Israel that was taken into captivity of Assyria? Which person, in the huh. account of Jesus' childhood is identified as being from one of the 10 lost tribes of Israel that was taken into captivity in Assyria. I got something down. I don't know if it's right. Scott, do you have anything down? I have no clue. I can't think of anything. Me either. I'm going know. for Anna the prophetess. It's Anna the prophetess. Hey. Dan Marcello. Man, that was impressive. Anna the prophetess, Luke 2.36. There was also a prophetess, Anna, the daughter of... Fanuel. Fanuel of the tribe the of... Tribe of Asher. Max. Asher. Well oh. done. Oh. Oh, wow. Tribe of Max. Okay. Tribe of Max. Stand by. Stand by. Oh my goodness. I'm kind of wondering. I was like, do we need technical difficulties? Do we need the pop filters since we have the masks? Like, well, while you're doing that, I'll ask another one of these bonus questions. When they saw the star, how might the wise men have heard of the prophecy of Christ's birth being so far away? This is a bonus question. This is a bonus question. Most likely, the captives from Judah uh, when yeah. they were in Nebuchadnezzar's court. Uh, the wise men's interest in the Messiah may well have arisen from contact with Jewish exiles in the East and from yeah. knowledge of the Old <laughs> Testament. Several Old Testament passages foreshadowed these events, although Matthew does not mention them. The Messiah is a star uh, who will come forth out of Jacob. 
that's from Numbers 24, 17. The nations will come to his light and kings to the brightness of his rising, Isaiah 60, verse 3. Hmm. Kings are to come worshiping and bearing gifts, Psalm 68, 29, as well as 72, 10 through 15, and Isaiah 60, verse 6. Hmm. Is this the, the last question? This is the last question. Dan's already won, but for the love of the game, we're going to make this the whoever gets this one wins. <laughs> <No>. <laughs> How many miles total did Jesus' family travel? To get to and from Egypt. And it says here, in parentheses, closest answer wins, which I assume refers to the whole quiz. So the closest answer, <laughs> how many miles total did Jesus' family have to travel to get to and from Egypt? I'm ready. Mm. Ready to guess. I almost just read the answer. Dan. 480. 480? I'm going to write these down hmm. I mean, not that it... 479! All right. <laughs> 481. <laughs> yes, pin them. <laughs> I actually said 300. 300s. Dan. I mean, Bill. <laughs> That's what I wrote. 300. Wow. What are the odds? Well, you guys both get a point. Oh. Congratulations. Oh, Dan, you better watch your bank. Uh, 145 <laughs> miles total, about 40 miles from Bethlehem to Egypt, and 105 to get from Egypt to Nazareth. 40 miles. Wow. 40 from Bethlehem to Egypt. Yeah, not that far. That's yeah, far. I thought it was farther. Wow. Um, no wonder they went to Egypt. Like, oh, the sure. final question that we have, which is not for points, uh, except for the points that matter in real life, which is, uh, what is the best way for a person to get to know Jesus Christ? Thank you very much, Beth. Uh, her exact words are, no Christmas anything is complete without the message of the gospel. Have at it. What is the best way for a person to get to know <laughs> Jesus Christ? We'll start with, of course. Hard, because like, what, what kind of person is it? Is it a person that likes to read? Is it a, read the Bible. If it's a person that likes to listen, listen to the Bible. <laughs> and if it's a person that <laughs> likes like, to watch, use, watch, watch the, Bible. the Bible. Watch the Jesus film. Uh, <laughs> I guess it depends on what... How the person best what connects. format of the Bible you want. <laughs> <laughs> but not just the Bible, but like praying too. Like, mm. Yeah, I'm reading something interesting right now. It's the life of Anselm. He was a bishop, the bishop of Canterbury in the 1100s. And he says, the reason you read the Bible is to be able to pray. That mm. mm. you shouldn't just be reading it to get through it. it. It should be, you're trying to connect with God. And when you see when his Holy Spirit's working on you and, and you're communing with him, pause at that point and, and start praying. Hmm. I, I just really had never heard of that idea before that you're reading the Bible so that you can pray. But that's part of connecting with God, prayer. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. So Dan's right. If a person, probably half the people in heaven didn't even know, don't know how to read. Mm. So how did they come to know Jesus Christ as their Savior? Well, through listening and also through just getting down on their knees and saying, I know you're out there. Will you be real to me? And, yeah. and, and God's anxious to hear that prayer mm -hmm. and to reach out to them and mm -hmm. bring them to salvation. But for those of us who know how to read, how do you beat reading mm -hmm. the Bible itself? Yeah. Particularly the New Testament. I, I know you see Jesus in the Old Testament, but if you don't know Jesus, it's a lot easier to read the book of Matthew, Mark, Luke, John. Mm-hmm. Acts Romans than it is to read anything in the Old Testament. Yeah. So that's my answer. I'll give you 10 points. Congratulations. <laughs> you win, Bill. <laughs> no, they didn't get to give their answer. Oh, that's fair. Scott. <laughs> um, I don't think I have too much to add. I mean, the thing that 
immediately came to my mind based off of like the wording. The question is, is of course the Bible. Uh, if you want to know what Jesus is like, like who he was, like, I think you need to start in the Bible. Mm. Um, because I think it's really easy for people to be led astray by feelings and unfortunately by um, demonic powers as well. Mm. So certainly prayer is incredibly valuable. Um, but, you know, the Bible says to test the spirits. And so I think like it's conjunction, you know, yeah. you want to be like to get to know God as a person, I think certainly requires prayer to get to know like what he's like, like to, to build a relationship with, with him requires prayer, but to get to know what he's like, I think the Bible is the safest place to start because otherwise yeah. you run the risk of being led astray by by some potentially really harmful things. Mm-hmm. Um, so I think those two things together, which is just I'm echoing Bill's um, answer, but I think that's because that's the right answer. <laughs> Bible mm. and prayer. Yeah. Yeah. I'll give you nine points. Thank you. Dan. I'll give him 10. <laughs> he, can, he can have my 10. <laughs> like I mentioned before, I agree that the Bible is key here, but I think it's also important to come with some kind of humility of in your heart to say, mm. I recognize that what I've got going on in my own life is not enough. Mm. Like I am not enough. I, I'm not... Mm. My life may be full of some things, but it's lacking something and just really that hunger to know what that is and to get to know the person that that is in, in Jesus. Mm. Mm. Coming with that that willingness to to learn and to hear from him. Yeah. Amen. Thank you very much, Beth. Thank you, Beth. Yeah, thank you, thank Beth. You, thank you, Beth. That was tricky. That was, that was tricky. I look forward to Easter. <clears throat> I'll be prepared. And congratulations to Dan who thank killed you. it. That was easily <laughs> the the biggest win margin we've ever had on a quiz. You definitely did your homework. Um, listeners, <laughs> if you would like to be a part of the show, you can send questions with your others, trivia quizzes, and your own stables and stables and majors and stuff. <laughs> Drawings of Bill Calvin as a donkey to podcast at <laughs> bloomingdalechurch.org yes, for our closing segment this week. It is time for bets and for Dan, some jelly beans. Last <laughs> week during our service, we had a virtual children's choir from some of the kids in our church. Mm. We asked what percentage of them would be wearing sweaters in the videos that they sent in. Dan said 21%. Scott said 40. Bill said 60. I said 33. And Chelsea said 50%. Uh, at first, it appeared that there were no sweaters whatsoever among the nine kids. Whoa. Uh, we had coats, long sleeve shirts, and a lot of pajamas, but no sweaters. <laughs> but on further review, mm. there was one open shoulder cardigan, which, according to cardigansweater.com, has been officially <laughs> recognized as a sweater by the Irish Cardigan Making Guild for the last 30 years. So we'll count it. One out of nine is good for 11%, which is low enough to bag Dan the victory. Dan, congratulations. <laughs> wow, Way to go. Here are your two uh, servings of jelly beans from last week and one from this week. What's the week. prize for the, the Christmas? Uh, the prize we'll be Ooh. giving out uh, not next week because next week's the pre-recorded clip show. So then the week after, and if you're not here, then we'll give it to whoever's in your seat. <laughs> well, thank you for the jelly beans. Yes, sir. And then, mm. and then Scott, I owe you thank these you. as well. Wow. Uh, this week, we have a return of a fan favorite bet. We have another drive-in service this weekend, and as the temperature has dropped, the honking of cars has noticeably increased. That's true. After the prelude of Mary Did You Know this weekend, how many honks will sound as Nita greets the congregation? I think it's a show of support. I think they're like, hey, we know it's 25 degrees out there. We're going to honk I for you. So. I wonder how cold it's going to be this Sunday when Daniel Wright and I preach. Oh, it's going to be absurd. It's be pretty cold. I imagine. 
Brace yourself. I'm braced. Actually, it's warming up. Like Friday, it's going to be like 40. Oh, nice. Really? Yeah. That's great. Stays like that for I Sunday. think I've got, I mean, no, Friday's 38, Monday's 41. I don't remember what, Sunday and Saturday are a little bit cooler than 41. <laughs> Everybody ready to go? Ready. <clears throat> Bill. 13 honks. 13 honks. Scott. Scott says 12 honks. 12 honks for Scott. And I say 16. I said 18 honks. That's so come on, pitch. listeners. I know Get you're out there and honk. <laughs> who, who was it? You said, manipulate Sean, the results. Like Sean, that, right? <laughs> I know you're listening. I know you listen every week. You're not two weeks behind. I need you to honk at least 18 times. <laughs> Bruce Gaylord, he's Bruce, listening. He's right on. If you guys time. each honk nine times, you'll make me a very happy man. It'd be the best Christmas. It'd be a really uncomfortable. Oh, I took it the vet results. <laughs> it's really a this long. This was thirteen different cars honking. That's the way I understood the question. Oh well, okay. unfortunately, that's not the way the question right. is written. Right. That is all the time that we have this week. This is the last time that we will all be together for a podcast this year. Uh, so I want to say thank you, Bill. Thank you, Scott. Thank you, Dan. Thank, thank you, Max. Max. Everyone. Let's go home. Let's let's go home. <laughs> <laughs> Scott, will you conduct us in saying Is it at the all? heart of the Galactic Federation? I think we're the heart of the Galactic Federation. All right. Um, I don't know how I'm going to conduct this. You know, I think there's, gotta, there's no way. You got to count us in. Well, first, Scott, do some more beatboxing like you did a, a couple weeks ago. <laughs> <laughs> yes, Scott. <laughs> <laughs> yes, it was you. Uh, it was me. You just got to count us <laughs> in and we'll go from there. All right. That's fair. <laughs> Bill's just clicking into his microphone. It's almost Christmas. <laughs> All right. Uh, on one, two, three. You, you have, have been, been listening, listening to the Bloomingdale Church Podcast, Podcast brought to you from Bloomingdale, Illinois, the, the heart of, of the Galactic, Galactic Federation. Federation. <laughs>There was surprisingly little in the news about the Galactic Federation dude. I was I looking was it up afterwards. I was like, it was just like, there's this guy and he was like, thinks this. this guy who was, was like, like the BBC article. is very well respected in physics and says there's aliens. And everyone was like, all right. Uh, it is time for the return of a segment that's close to our hearts called I am not getting worked up. The part of the show where we talk about topics that we care about for as long as we can without Bill getting upset. <laughs> <laughs> This week, an official poll began to rename the Cleveland Indians, a movement that began in 1973 and almost culminated in a renaming of uh, a renaming of the Indians the year Scott and I were born, which was 1994. They also almost renamed them. Um, the team has been officially moving towards a rebrand since 2016 when uh, Chief Wahoo is that mm-hmm. was replaced with a block letter C on game equipment. Uh, let's talk about some of the potential names really quick. Uh, in the 1900s, the team was known as the Cleveland Blues, Broncos, and Naps, named for Hall of Fame player manager Nap Lejoy. They were all about taking yeah. a rest before games. Yeah. Uh, side note, back in the 1920s, the, the year after you won the World Series, you had the phrase world champions printed across your chest instead of the team name, which is amazing. I wish we would bring that back now. Um, the current poll for the name includes the following suggestions. Spiders, Buckeyes, Guardians, Defenders, Rockers and fan suggestions included the Commodores, the Sliders, and the Tribe. There's also a strong contingency of fans wanting to call it the Cleveland baseball team in reference to the Washington football team. 
uh, which I am personally a big fan of. Uh, Cleveland is waiting for our votes before officially deciding. Dan, what is your vote? I like the Guardians. Scott. That sounds cool. I'm repeating the options. Uh, you got... <laughs> I'm just getting a million texts <laughs> from Xfinity. <laughs> the Spiders, the Buckeyes, the Guardians, the Defenders, the Rockers, Commodores, Sliders, Tribe, baseball team. <laughs> I wouldn't want this to be my baseball team, but I like Spiders because that seems like a pretty underrepresented it's uh, very unusual animal group yeah for, for, sure. for sports there's, teams there's not a lot of like cockroaches and yeah yeah there's like some some hornets and stuff there but some, yeah that's pretty much it yeah so i'm gonna go spiders yeah so the redskins former redskins don't have a name they yet. don't have a name yet they are the washington football team which is amazing i want them to win the super bowl so that they can go in the history books as the washington football team <laughs> <laughs> bill your opinion matters probably most I, in this i would like the tribe because hmm. we refer to them as the tribe a lot. Oh. So that would be a nice compromise. Transition, yeah. William and Mary transitioned to the tribe uh, hmm. a couple of years ago. Well, like I guess a decade ago now. What but. were they before? Shoot, I shouldn't have brought that up because oh, I okay. did not remember. <laughs> right. Also, an Xfinity truck just pulled in and is driving towards your house, Scott. I think maybe what we really should do as Indians fans is be the Amazons and just pray that Jeff Bezos buys the team. <laughs> then we wouldn't have this excuse, oh, I got no money. I can't pay for these players. <laughs> the, Amazon. Nice. the Cleveland Amazon. You only got a billion dollars, Bill Dolan. Come on. My son sent like a 20-second video of Santa Claus zooming Lucy and Silas. Oh. Okay. oh. Yeah. The that Children's Museum in Omaha offered this Whoa. to their to their members. And they had a membership because that was one of the kids' Christmas presents. So they could go to the museum a bunch of times and get to do all these cool things. But then COVID hit and they never they got to go maybe one time. Mm. But anyway, that was nice of the museum to offer that. So Lucy's seven years old. She's not completely sold on Santa Claus. <laughs> but Silas just turned five and Talking to Santa, and Santa called them. It wasn't the other way around. Santa <laughs> called them. You can just see Silas is so excited. He is just coming unglued. I need you to fill time, Dan. You can do more beatboxing. No, I will not do more beatboxing. That was my favorite. A lot of part. people thought that was Scott. I know that was the one thing I didn't like about that him. Was terrible. <laughs> Scott didn't like his naming. I listened to beatboxes. it and I was like, "This kind of sounds like it was me," but it wasn't me. <laughs> That's part of the mystery. <laughs> Scott doesn't want his name tarnished by beatboxing. That's true. Scott, have you ever beatboxed? Yeah. In the privacy of his own shower. <laughs> we all beatbox in the privacy of our own home. Own With shower. the door closed. <laughs> I beatbox all the time before the Lord. <laughs> David beatboxed before the Lord with all of his might. Yeah. <laughs> uh, no wonder why his wife was, like was all ticked off at him. Yeah. You made a fool of yourself you fool. <laughs> before the young girls you dressed in a ridiculous. linen ephod and <laughs> listen, the, beatboxing with all your might. I watched oh, I, a Christmas story last How night. was it? Again, after a long... It was, is it still good? Still good. Irreverent. Oh, sure. All I remember yeah. is him sliding down the... Yeah. Santa thing. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I love how he has his tongue on the pole. Oh. Oh. It's like, 
like, teacher, did it ever occur to you just to pour water on it? <laughs> and the teacher is, is, shows you stuff that doesn't happen anymore. The teacher leaves the classroom with all the kids, goes out to be with the one kid, and leaves the 99 behind. It's very biblical. It is very biblical. She leaves the 99 behind. <laughs> and then she's like, hey, kids, where's, the, where's this other kid? Well, kids, do you guys know where he is? You want to start off with some traditional, traditional caroling? For la, 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 la. La, 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 la. Ha, 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 ha